0: Welcome, everyone. This is a special watch-along episode of the Army of Smartness podcast. I am your co-host, Ryan. With me, as always, Mr. J.D. J.D., how are you, sir?
1: Oh, I'm just watching along as we speak and record this evening. It is election day. I hope all of our listeners have done their patriotic duty. Those of you in the States, those of you in the Philippines, then you know look up when you're supposed to vote on your own, because I have no idea what that is.
0: Absolutely. It is election night. Uh, and it's, uh, we definitely want to encourage everybody to have your voice heard. If it's, uh, if it's a crappy voice, maybe just, uh, speak a little softer so we don't have to hear it, but, uh, definitely it is election night and man, it's, uh, it's a busy night. Uh, A lot, a lot of, a lot of things going down tonight. So we're, uh, we're, we're here. We're, uh, we're ready to, uh, entertain you guys. Uh, speaking of screw jobs, you know, it is election night. But uh, of course, today we are watching the, doing a watch along of Survivor Series 1997, the infamous Montreal Screwjob match between Brett, the Hitman Hart, and the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Before we get into Infamous. Really? Really? Yes. Infamous. Yes. Yes. It's so famous. It is infamous. So we're
1: famous, but this is infamous.
0: Yes. Infamous. Back to the three amigos again. Uh, welcome but uh, anyways we definitely want to encourage everybody to join us on facebook join us on twitter at army of smartness on both of those also we have an email army of smartness at gmail.com send us any suggestions that you have any comments any nasty comments So long as you comment that's all we want and And remember if
1: you have any requests uh, a five-star review will move you right in the front of the line on that one absolutely
0: we love those five stars but uh also uh as a programming note i want to apologize for the terrible quality of the last episode uh, i just to and get it together tried something a little bit different on my end at the last one and we <clears throat> paid for it it basically gave us a track that i could not uh, really edit a whole lot on and so it was either re- re-record the whole thing uh which is not going to happen <laughs> or uh post uh, that one and just hope for the best uh so to that meant uh excuse me to that end i do apologize to everyone i have failed you and on behalf
1: of everyone i say apology not accepted well it's gonna have to brah well, it's yeah. gonna have to
0: uh we do have a uh a a pay-per-view that we need to go over before we uh if you join Premium us, well,
1: live event
0: yeah, it's a pay-per-view but uh we uh we obviously made picks in the last uh for the last crown jewel um we'll go over those barely. hopefully
1: ryan you were writing down what i picked so i have no idea
0: <laughs> no, no no it's not it's not on me to remember that that's you bro
1: okay well then i won <laughs> congratulations to me
0: okay first up we had brock lesnar versus bobby lashley i took bobby lashley you took uh wait you took bobby lashley i think we both took i think there are several I, that we, we no. were the same on on this one no i took brock in this one
1: you took brock yeah well this will be a fun surprise for me because i have no idea what happened at uh at crown jewel other than i think i heard uh logan paul tore his uh acl or he joined the acc i don't know something something it, happened
0: something terrible but yeah uh,
1: it, was, it was awful either way
0: yeah <clears throat> but uh yeah brock lesnar defeated bobby lashley by pinfall at the six minute mark uh got to be quite a payday for brock and bobby six minutes good. and i'm sure they made uh hundreds of thousands of dollars
1: uh, i think uh i think they're in the two comma club most likely i'm sure brock is at least yeah. uh yeah. but the uh the flight over there took a little bit longer than six minutes oh right. i didn't hear anything was there another low-key hostage situation this this trip or did they kind of square that out
0: uh no uh too many people died last time so they uh they, they cut that out okay we're good but uh so yeah that's uh that's me one nothing on you <clears throat> they added another match since uh, we had recorded it was damage control versus alexa bliss and oscar uh damage control won the women's tag team championship at twelve fifty, 50 and i think uh there was a a quick flash of bray wyatt's uh firefly on that while alexa was doing a promo on that so probably just wanted to get the belt off of her so she can join Bray and whatever he's doing. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And, uh, next up we had drew McIntyre versus carry and cross. Uh, I think we both took drew in this one and
1: did we? I think uh, I may have taken, um,
0: you did take care Yeah. You may have taken, yeah. yeah, you took carry uh-huh. on in this one. Uh, yeah, I took drew McIntyre drew McIntyre came out on top. Of course. Um, awful lot of, uh, interference by scarlet in a cage match which is supposed to defeat the that. whole
1: point of the cage is to yeah. not have that. I, okay. I didn't really it's fine. You know what? Get, it's fine.
0: get that part but uh other than that not a bad match uh, so i'm <clears> too <throat> o on you bro
1: you
0: and know. next up we have the judgment day uh versus the oc uh we both took judgment day in that one uh judgment day comes out on top at the 14 minute mark uh pretty pretty good match i mean it's got aj styles in it and i mean really yeah if anything uh, else
1: yeah but I'd say if you have a bad match with aj styles included guess whose fault it was not not his
0: exactly uh next up we have braun strowman and Omos, Omas, mm-hmm. whatever amos and,
1: famous famous
0: Yeah. FOMO, almost and uh omas uh pretty much dominated the whole match, but ended up uh, losing to Braun Strowman by pinfall. Really? I, yeah. I took uh Strowman in that one. And I believe, you that? You, I believe you took uh Omas in that one.
1: Yeah. Uh, that, that that genuinely surprises me.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Strowman's first match back on a pa- premium live event that never mattered before. They jobbed him out like a maniac when he was in his first run on big, big matches.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: when did they start caring about that?
0: There's a part of me is thinking that they're kind of starting to give up on Moss here because I th- I think that they originally wanted him to replace Braun and it's not well, really. He's a
1: bigger, batter, Braun. Yeah,
0: it's
1: not he's really. He's brawner. Liking- Braun, brawner. Brawny. Paper is, towel. This,
0: is this promotion big enough for the two of them? I don't know.
1: Well, if uh, they raise the ceilings a little bit, it might be.
0: Yeah i mean you know maybe if they <clears throat> if they party i don't know if he parties like that jd to be honest with you
1: you might get down you don't know you might like to get wet
0: raise roof come on now raise roof all right up next we had the usos versus the brawling brutes mm-hmm. i took the brawling brutes in this one and the usos came out on top so you hey, be hey look one. at me finally on the board here there you go there you go little buddy And up next we have Bianca Belair versus Bailey. You took Bailey, I took Bianca Belair. Belair Mm -hmm. won. Uh,
1: Not a huge surprise. I I think I did that just to differentiate us a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. And And that's gonna be my uh, excuse uh, anyway. And of course, the main event was Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul, and honestly, match of the night uh, between those two. Yeah,
1: Logan Paul, I hear is uh he's he's a a prodigy
0: yeah very good he uh
1: psychosomatic addict he was actually
0: anything? he was actually sharing some pictures of him as a kid wearing the little foam uh, oh yeah oval intercontinental uh-huh. belt so grew up a fan you can tell he's he's That's uh, awesome he's done a pretty good job and i don't know if that injury is legit or kayfabe but mm-hmm. uh if it is get well soon logan because god Almighty, i want to see some more of that and uh so yeah, I won again, but uh uh I guess make way for the king.
1: Well, this. yeah, I will acknowledge that you are going to get a uh, another sixer of uh South Paul or Natty Light. Well,
0: it'll go great with the other sixer I got. Mhm. Well, we haven't seen each other in person since then. Well, it's not for lack of trying. But yeah, that kind of uh... is. <laughs> But anyways, back, uh, oh, also want to mention that never drew a dime in his life. Jeff Jarrett is now all
1: elite. broke a million guitars, never drew a dime. I thought when you texted me that, I thought you were referring to uh, boom, boom, Colt Cabana, the, uh, Mrs. O'Leary's cow of the whole, uh, CM punk elite, uh, kerfluffle backstage
0: well he's never really been in a prominent enough role to (laughs) to no he's been prominent enough
1: that's
0: that's all the prominent prominence he needs well not to say that he hasn't drawn anything he hasn't been in a prominent role at all but uh yeah you know you you can't blame uh you can't blame the lack of uh selling out the garden on you know augula versus takamishinoku
1: I don't know if Taka just improved his work rate a little bit. I don't, we might have gotten there.
0: No, you that 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 blame is going to go straight on Hogan on that one.
1: Right, well, if, he,
0: if if he's headlining, that is.
1: Put, when, does Hogan do anything but headline?
0: Yeah, he might be the first one out there because he wants to go home.
1: I think that's a Brock thing. I feel like that's a Brock situation.
0: Well, I, um, I, I, it was that was the uh, I believe it was the match that had where he had lost to Andre on prime time. He was within the first hour because I think honky and, uh, Savage, uh, how, how was the main was this event on a prime right?
1: time or a Saturday night's main event? Cause yeah. the main, the quote unquote main event came on earlier in that because you're going to yeah. lose people at that one o'clock hour.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The Saturday night's main event. Yeah.
1: So the event. so the main event came, came earlier in those. And so started at 11, right? Yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. When, when I said, prime... for Saturday night live,
0: when i said primetime i mean actually primetime not primetime wrestling the show right um, okay but uh yeah so yeah there there are uh, situations where he would go on first or well if or, it was still the main or,
1: event he just came on first yeah
0: due to and, the time slot and i would imagine on a lot of house shows he went He went. <laughs> well that was there. the thing
1: right that's what we, we've heard that he would um be like the last thing before intermission maybe so he can get out of the building and, and probably make a second town frankly yeah um or at least get back to the hotel for some pasta mania
0: yeah well while we're getting this pasta mania i hear it's i hear pasta is really good we're yeah really good it brain is. really good brain food and i really think Clearly pasta, need some. well pasta is gonna help me talk smart so why don't you help me out with that and i'll go get some pasta
1: well, all right as you uh put the pasta mania into your hulk hogan blender thunder blend thunder blender what is he what did he call it Anyway, something ridiculous. I don't remember. Um, but yes, today is Talking Smart and given the subject of our watch along, I figured today would be a good day to talk about the word screw job. Um, obviously, it comes from the word screw and it kind of means what you think it does to screw somebody over uh, in wrestling is to go against a planned finish uh, to, to basically uh, have kind of a, a, a secret backup plan that one of the participants in a match doesn't know about. Uh, that that's what happened here, allegedly in the Montreal screw job that has uh, become famous low these past 25 years. Uh, and it is, but it is not the first screw job by any means. And even if you watch dark side of the ring, not the first one in Montreal, uh, there was a match where two of the opponents, um, I, the names escape me at the moment, but one but was it, huh?
0: De Gaulle was one.
1: De Gaulle. And then who was it? Uh, was he, was he the other one? I might have been, I just remember. Anyway, point is, wrestler A and wrestler B, um, back when wrestling was treated as more on the level back in the uh, mid-20th century, um, wrestler A had was challenging for champion for wrestler B's championship and had his manager bite him on the chest pre-match so that when they did the collar and elbow tie-up at the beginning of the match, he jumped back and acted like wrestler B had bitten him uh causing and there was the mark there and all that when the referee looked at it so there was a a disqualification and a a changing of the title because apparently that was a thing back then you could change hands on a disqualification um and so yeah that was a screw job that uh, was basically one of the participants going behind the other's back to uh, run their own finish in the match and that's kind of well that's kind of exactly what happened here uh in, in montreal in 1997 uh, one year ago, I uh, think today as this is coming out, but tomorrow as we're recording this, so uh, the screw job, uh, a screw finish, also come called a finish. And I apologize for for those those of you said since the years. Um, it's basically when one of the one of the participants, or even as we'll see tonight, the promoter, goes behind one of the other participants' backs for an unplanned finish, and that is today's talking smart.
0: Yeah, guys, this is actually going to be kind of fun. It's the first time we've ever tried to watch along here, so hopefully the equipment keeps up with us. Uh, obviously, Absolutely. we're we're going to be uh, watching on the Peacock Network uh, Survivor Series 1997. This it's episode, is... uh,
1: season 11, episode one on Peacock, because Peacock makes no sense.
0: Exactly. It's season 11, episode one. Uh, To give a brief primer on this, this is 1997. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are in the Attitude Era, and on the cusp
1: of it, I would say.
0: And Bret Hart had just recently, in the years prior, signed a 10 to 20 year deal, depending on who you ask. I think, yeah,
1: what I'd heard was 20.
0: It was uh, what it was is it was, I think, 10 years as a competitor, guaranteed, and then Mm -hmm. after that, he would have transitioned into a backstage role. And a brand
1: ambassador, basically, brand a lot ambassador,
0: of things, of, yeah. things of that nature. Uh, well, as sort of the, a
1: precursor to the, the modern legends contracts,
0: yes. And as the attitude era is coming on, WCW is really hitting it hard and mm-hmm. whooping that ass. Vince is not making the money that he had uh, previously been making, and so he gums to Brett few months prior and says listen i can't honor your contract anymore i need you to let me out of it uh now keep in mind this was about a two to three million dollar contract uh paid per year on his contract and so brett had previously been offered a substantially depending on who you ask if you Allegedly. ask brett if you ask brett who also happens to have the contract uh mm-hmm. he says
1: we well, had something he purports to be a contract I'll and i'll do deference to mr easy eric bischoff yeah well
0: long story short he has very offered good. a he has offered a very big contract from wcw he turns it down he takes wwf's offer which is for less money because brett at that time valued loyalty and
1: yeah. bear in mind, his, uh, brother-in-law is there. His actual brother is there. I mean, he has legitimate family ties to the WWF at the time and had been there for 15 years, something like that. Yeah, yep. 15 years.
0: Anyways. So
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot <laughs> about that.
0: <laughs> so anyways, um, uh, he, he gets that offer from WCW, turns down WWF's offer and Vince basically in no uncertain terms tells Brett to see if WCW would still give you that same offer Mm -hmm. and Vince would even help him negotiate it is what Cornette, I believe has said. And a lot of stories floating around here and they all,
1: they were all there and I wasn't. So I'll take their word.
0: Yeah. And at the time, Brett Hart is the world heavyweight champion and Brad and Shawn Michaels don't seem to be getting along a whole lot. And matter of fact, well, this uh, is old
1: Sean. This is bad Sean. This is in the dark days for he became the man that he is now, in all fairness to him.
0: Well, this is uh pretty much the Sean we know and love and hate. Mm-hmm. And pillhead Sean. I
1: don't exactly. think we, I
0: don't think anybody's made a secret of that. Exactly. So uh Sean at the time is getting really hot. They're pushing him really hard, and they had already, I believe, had scheduled sean to take on brett at survivor series and was going to be in montreal and at that point in time they they couldn't stand one another but obviously brett is leaving the wwf the next day uh to go to wcw turns out he does get that offer that he had uh, previously turned down and so well vince is in a bit of a conundrum here your world heavyweight champion is leaving you the next day he has the title and oh by the way you have previously let a champion leave WWE. I I say, Let's say let's pull back WCW. and get a little
1: context here yeah
0: you have previously let medusa your women's champion take the belt and go and go to wcw where she just drops it in the trash
1: on um, national television
0: and augusta georgia of all
1: parts. live and exciting color if you will
0: and so anyways they go through several different endings to try to appease brett uh to get him to drop the belt Uh, sean has told brett that he is not going to uh if he were in brett's position he would not do business with brett and he wouldn't lose
1: for him and and no yeah
0: he would not be professional and so you know brett also has a clause in his contract says that he has Creative control, over the last 60,
1: creative control
0: over the last 60 days of his contract
1: insane That's insane and, insane thing to put in a contract
0: yeah well anyway so obviously vince is left with well first of all vince could have very easily fit this fix this and just put it on somebody else uh right
1: but, but what example does that set then you know you can just pitch a fit and make him change his plans so, I mean, I understand Vince's perspective in that, but Vince, who, you know, up until this, before this past year, we all thought was a very smart man. And he, of course he is, I'm kind of playing, but he does a lot of, he makes a lot of uncharacteristic mistakes here. Uh, one is he doesn't take the belt off of Brett immediately upon realizing he's not going to be able to resign him. Um, he, you know, sticks to the guns about, it's going to be Sean. Uh, he, you know, just, makes some errors in judgment which we would not expect from a uh, businessman with the acumen that we all have traditionally heard of uh, Vince to have and indeed he has had so it's just an awkward position for for everyone to be in here
0: yeah and so Vince basically is listening to everyone's ideas and depending on the story that you listen to, it is Jim Cornette, Bruce Pritchard, Vince McMahon, and Vince Russo all sitting in a Vince's office coming up with a way to, to get the belt off of Brett. So Cornette brings up the idea that there has previously been a, um, a screw job finish as we were discussing earlier in Montreal Montreal. and Vince McMahon has actually done a screw job finish himself with wendy richter and fabulous richter, and fabulous mula so he's not above doing this he has done it before mm-hmm. and so cornet brings up the idea hey let's just you know his move is a sharpshooter let's have sean put brett and the sharpshooter and whenever he locks it on tell the ref to call for the
1: bell now let me let me pause it right there As Cornette tells the story, he did not phrase it as, here's what you should do. It became more of a hypothetical. Well, if you were going to screw it, here's a way you could do it. Yeah. Uh, Because basically Vince challenges, Vince McMahon challenges Cornette, well, how would you do it, pal? And uh, and Cornette says, well, now it's a challenge. I got to think of something. So this is what I come up with. And so it wasn't, Cornette was, to hear him tell it again, not in on it, didn't know they were going to do it. Thought the the suggestion had had kind of been laughed off in that meeting and would never be thought of again until he actually sees it happen. He's like, "Oh heck, I got to get out of here." Um, So to hear
0: to hear Vince Russo tell the story, he came up with everything.
1: Well, Uh, to hear Vince Russo tell the story, he came up with everything ever. Yeah, he made he made mankind the rock and and so So Stone Cold who, who they are today to hear Vince Russo tell it no he's got his good points I'm not the biggest Vince Russo fan or detractor in the world but I feel like Vince didn't probably come up with this one
0: I don't think so either but
1: eh, now I I will say this don't know let me throw this out um that is not the best idea that Cornette came up with my favorite idea because apparently a number of options were bandied about in in, in the in this meeting and I guess in the days and weeks leading up to this uh pay-per-view event in Montreal. My favorite suggestion is, uh, from, I, I believe it was Cornette, said, well, just hell, just put him in the ring with Shamrock. He'll drop it. <laughs> and that, that's, my, that's my favorite uh, <laughs> idea. said, so, just put it, you want know, we're going to shoot. Let's put in a shooter. <laughs> it's
0: just, it, you know, it, it's not let's really a, in, screw, uh, it's not a screw job if it's actually happening. Yeah, if he
1: actually taps <laughs> you out, it's not a screw job. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I, my favorite of the options would have been, hell, just put Shamrock in there and see what happens.
0: Exactly. And, you
1: know, Kurt Angle is, of course, about you know, two years uh too too early. He's not there quite yet. So he would have also been on that short list, I'm sure. Um so, which, that that is honestly one of the mo- main things, not to sidetrack too much, that Bill Goldberg has deprived us of is a, a Kurt Angle Bret Hart feud, which would have been just the greatest thing since printed money and would have done nothing but print money. Um so you know if that's the dream feud for me, obviously and a lot of people too I'm not unique in that, but
0: God, that would yeah. have been
1: so good. And going up into this match,
0: even standing at Gorilla waiting to come out, Brett thinks something might be up. Uh, He actually goes to Earl Hebner, who is going to be the referee on this, and says, Earl, I want you to promise me that you're not going to screw me on this. And Earl swears on the life of his children that he will not screw Brett. Mm Mm-hmm. And yet to
1: this day, I don't believe that Brett has murdered any of Earl's children. So what, what good is that, that that oath?
0: But Earl refuses to go to Canada. He has not been to Canada since 1997.
1: Well, that's just, that's just common sense is what that is. That's above making. It's way too cold.
0: Yeah. And he just, uh, and Earl Hebner, he's, he's put in a position by Vince. Uh, Well, actually, uh, Gerald Briscoe comes up to him and says, listen, when it tells him what the plan is it's like as soon as it gets on the sharpshooter i need you to i need you to call for the bell and he tells he tells gerald says i, I <laughs> promised brett i wouldn't screw him he says, does brett does brett sign your checks
1: right is brett gonna pay your salary
0: yeah no so you know hebner had no choice it i mean it wasn't like you know he was gonna it, it, you know brett's not gonna take him to wcw with him and right,
1: he didn't. He's not getting J- the Jimmy Hart treatment, yeah. So, or the brother, brother, rude eye treatment. Which going into this match,
0: the only people that knew about this was Vince, uh, Gerald Briscoe, Earl, Heb- Earl Hebner, and Sean. Uh,
1: now Hunter knew, right? He, he has since claimed that he did know, he didn't, know. and Hunter, he claimed at and the Hunter. time he did not know. Well, because Hunter, uh, for those of you who don't know, Hunter Hirsch-Helmsley, Triple H, now uh, running the show over at uh, WWE was Shawn's second at this time in the very uh, early incarnation of uh, Degeneration generation X. Um, so he was there at ringside as well, green polo and all, uh, to uh, to make sure things went smoothly. So And just so we're clear about what we're talking about here, the finish, the secret finish is going to be that... Sean puts Brett into the sharpshooter. Brett thinks that he is then going to reverse it. And then there's going to be some sort of a, we talked about Schmoz in in a previous episode. It's going to be some sort of a Schmoz as Davey Boy Smith, Brett's brother-in-law and Owen, his brother run down from the back. And there's a big fight um, to, to end the match on a disqualification. That's the plan that Brett thinks is going to happen. And then he'll come out on raw the next night. And hand over the title a la Shawn Michaels losing his smile. Um, but unbeknownst to um Brett, but known to the people that we we just brought up, uh, when Shawn puts him in that sharpshooter, baby Earl is going to ring the bell, um, to, to end the match as though Brett had submitted. And I know what you're thinking wait. Uh, JD and Ryan don't you have to slap the mat three times to to submit in in professional wrestling not necessarily Uh, prior to that rule all submissions were verbal Uh, so you could verbally submit as we would see in the I quit matches uh, of Jim Crockett fame Uh, so you know who would really be to say what Brett did or didn't say uh, as he was having the sharpshooter put upon him so that's the plan as we have it now, we have our players in place. Um, yeah, just to provide a little bit of added context right at the end, this is part of the 83 weeks of WCW domination of WWF. The Monday Night Wars are red hot. Um, it's so much so that they're, they're spilling over into other nights of the week. Uh, Thunder on Thursdays, right, is about to start over on TBS, and that is kind of the catalyst for Brett being signed by WCW. They need more talent. Uh, to to hear uh, Bischoff tell it, uh, which I don't doubt. And Brett's a great get yeah, if you can get him. So um, that's where we're at. Um, Brett has made a big deal that he was not going to lose in Canada. And he was not going to lose to Sean. Um, but he manages you know, just, to do both. He manages to do both of these things uh, without even trying. And so, you know, I feel like, well, we'll get, we'll have final thoughts on it at the end. But uh, yeah, so that's what that's the scene being set here um, as we go into November of 1997.
0: Yes, and again, we're at Survivor Series on the Peacock. Get your Peacock out! Survivor Series, Season 11, Episode 1, 1997. We're going to start this at 2:11:39. That's 2:11:39. And, J.D., why don't you give us a countdown?
1: All right, I'll do a 3-2-1 play. So when I say play, you press play. Here we go. 3-2-1 play. See Jr. and the King here at ringside, blissfully unaware of what's about to occur. Uh, Jr. of course, never wants to know the finish of his matches to keep his reactions more spontaneous, as he tells us uh, in, in his podcasts and various interviews um king with the mental patient haircut ready to rock at least he's trimmed the uh the mullet part off the back that's about about time so he had that from what like 93 to 96 what was that it was that tennessee waterfall he had going on there
0: (laughs) yeah shout out to uh jr and that just lovely colorful tie and vest i haven't seen anything like that since Lou albano well
1: i think isn't that the uh current nxt logo
0: oh man he was nxt before nxt was um it was cool uh, baby was well it's not cool but it's there
1: well before it was lame at least before it was nxt this 2. is also no. before it was cool yeah it, it was cool for a while there and now we get the you know nobody does video packages like the wwe i swear I no, professional aside... sports can learn something from it. I mean, college game day thinks they have sad tinkly music you know video packages they can learn a thing or two from the wwf
0: yeah you know aside from the fact that we know how this is going to end i'd say that the package and the build's been pretty good oh, i tremendous. mean really the heel turn of brett's really his best work uh, his best its uh, certainly his best, his best promos
1: yeah absolutely he was never a scintillating promo until this heel run uh of 1997 and he he turned it on man i was thoroughly impressed uh by the hitman because he did you know your typical white meat baby face promo prior to this But, you know, he's, uh, really letting the bad side of his psyche play here, uh, as a heel is fantastic. I love it.
0: Yeah. I just, I would have liked to see more of this. I mean, how was Vince, how was Vince, you know, looking at the numbers that they drew on this, you got 250,000 pay-per-view buys. You had over 20,000 people in attendance at this Mm -hmm. thing. And not only that, but you drew another 137 thousand in merchandise at this show. How are you not making money off of Bret Hart? Like it's, I think that the problem was is that he did not let the heel side of this play out like he should have. And well, it's
1: it's not just one thing. I mean, if if the entire fortunes of the WWF were tied into this feud, I think they would still be making money. But you got to remember, this is also the tail end of the you know occupational gimmicks and new generation horse crap that we had to deal with um, in the WWE mid-90s. And frankly, WCW is kind of the new hotness, right? I mean, you know, you talk about letting the heel side play out. Hollywood Hulk Hogan, sir, that's the heel side playing out over on the other station. So just to put it in context, this is 1997, um, November of 1997. December of 1997 is going to be Starcade with Hogan and, uh, Sting for the WCW championship in culmination of the greatest feud and worst finish to a match in history. Uh, you know, the 13 month, was it build to the, to, to that match yeah. was par excellence. Um, but then all of a sudden, you know, blah, 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 mamacita, at, at, at the end of that match, which was just, anyway, that's a whole different podcast. But just to give you a frame of reference of where we are, WCW has never been hotter and arguably never would be again. You can argue with Goldberg into the next summer. Uh, but, you know, they're, they are white, white hot here and uh, WWF playing catch up. Yeah, and
0: I'm watching this right here. It's not often that you get to see them walk through all the backstage, all yeah. through Gorilla. So I'm, I'm looking brucey's got to be in here somewhere and see there's a roll
1: probably was off to the side yeah maybe Earl. um yeah well we did see it with the uh the the diesel uh entrance uh, a couple of shows ago that we reviewed but that that does hide that is the exception that proves the rule that you don't normally see this and wouldn't on a regular basis really until again goldberg excuse me in ww in wcw with the bang on the door and you know the strut out to the to the stage from the bowels with your oh and a beer spilled on the kid oh my <laughs> goodness gracious well, if you're gonna a, spill a beer on the kid making a fresh one
0: oh uh, goodness <laughs> gotta love it gotta love it yeah i'm uh and also this is back you know canadian stampede this is
1: oh and the wiping the Taint with the Canadian flag there. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. It's not good.
0: Yeah, Sean's more of a babyface in the U.S., but in uh, right <clears throat> Canada, he's uh, he's very much a heel here.
1: And that's the, int- the the interesting. That's one of the many interrelated interesting things about this feud. Yeah, Brett's a massive heel in the United States of America, but internationally, specifically in Canada, he's a babyface because of all the uh, the ever. Present latent and sometimes <laughs> not so latent hostility.
0: Look <laughs> Man, at the there's a sign. sign, there's a sign you wouldn't <laughs> get,
1: get anymore. Holy crap. Woo! But anyway, uh the latent and sometimes oh, all the way down the front of the more, right. the... and into the face of that Tony Chimble. Oh, oh, awesome. oh, that's oh come on, don't treat Tony that way. And in oh. your own face. What are you doing, Sean? That was Aw-
0: weird. Awful lot of uh
1: Man, very risque uh, uh, here we uh, are full-fledged into the attitude era a yeah.
0: lot of anti-gay signs
1: out yeah the for the and, uh, in the socialist uh, utopia of canada yeah. um my goodness look and at this e- even now, uh, here he even, here we
0: even go. drawings and <laughs>
1: cartoons yeah and uh, that very... took some time that was a very good drawing <laughs> yeah and some Ooh. kid uh launching behind the way here is i assume one of brett's kids what's one of the kids like, like sniper or something what are those kids names We've got interesting names as i recall oh and uh, there's there's the heart ready to, the rhino ready to do some damage yeah i think he has Thirling three right kids
0: here. at this point um whenever he signs an autograph you can tell which uh, what year it was because when he writes hitman he'll put a he'll put ellipses right there and it and each ellipse ellipse was for each each one of his kids huh. so some of them have two some of them have one some of them are, have three or four hmm. so
1: that's an interesting fun fact right there yeah thank you for that brief glimpse into uh wwf autography yeah well, and look at this crowd man they are ready for this they're they're on fire man
0: i'm kind of digging and let's back, not forget the uh, uh,
1: survivor series brought to you by karate fighters um yeah so that, that's good it's, go out and purchase best.
0: yourself some karate fighters it's the best board game no one's ever played yeah
1: remember that you remember those things it's like rock'em sock'em robots only not as good
0: yeah
1: so brett, so brett coming out with a, a, a presumably uh canadian flag free of bodily uh lubrication from sean michaels <laughs> presumably he didn't get to that one
0: it, uh man. Oh, the crowd has attitude, that's for sure.
1: They do. They, they have WWF attitude. Rick Rude. An interesting thing, uh, also, snapshot here. Rick Rude is a, on a per-appearance fee here uh, in the WWF. He is not working on a contract. So as, he, uh, as this plays out, he gets a little bit indignant, as a few people do. He shows up on Nitro the next night. And in fact, is this the time he's on Raw and... Nitro at the same time, right? Is this the one?
0: It's not this one.
1: Okay, well that that was a different time then, but he shows up on Nitro the next night. It was it this one? I don't, I don't know. Well, it, it would have to be. It's the only time it would overlap because he he shows up on Raw with a beard, and he shows up on Nitro clean shaven. To, well, just to the mustache. And he, like, points it out. I remember he, like, he kind of strokes his cheeks to show that, hey, this is live, pal. I've, uh, you know, this is the, the this is me now, uh, as it were. And, he, uh, you know, they do some uh, pro- Brett-related promos without saying his name because there is a little bit of a, of a lag here. It's not like Brett can show up the next night. I think it would have been a week or two later. Um, but, you know, the NWO comes out carrying Canadian flags and this and that on nitro the next night uh you know hoping to woo brett to their side in the uh ongoing ww excuse me wcw nwo war
0: well apparently china is a man and some fella named maniac joe was gay
1: well you know i've always heard that about maniac joe but uh you know <laughs> as long as he's happy it's really none of my business it's
0: this is a lot uh, yeah this, is a, this is a wild
1: wild crowd look at this and sean is challenging the guy in the Tommy Hilfiger hat? If you're going to challenge somebody, pick the guy in the Tommy Hilfiger hat.
0: Yeah, because that is a man that cares nothing about the way he looks.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> That's a man who has nothing left to lose. Yeah. Of course, in 1997, that was uh, well—that was the hotness.
0: 97, 97 the long. 97.
1: This would have been my freshman year of high school in fall of 97. So
0: I think I would have been in
1: third grade yeah i know i'm old i get it shut up yeah yeah so yeah no i mean that's... yeah I encourage you guys to watch a lot. right we're, we're not trying to fill every silence here because there really is a lot to take in here and uh, uh just a wild walk right and there we go off the jump man sean's on fire here we go because you, you say you wish this shoot had gone longer i agree because you, you're still in prime era brett and sean here so th- this could have god this could have been a two-year feud no one care
0: i mean even Brett said it he said we could have we could have had a lot more matches we would have just both gotten over our egos
1: right uh, and I mean Brett you know no one is blameless here um is that maybe owen um but is look man, how, it, look how been?
0: packed the the crowd is though those chairs are one on top of the other
1: yeah I mean, and they're it's... they're pressed up against the railing. this is you know is this a almost a three hour pay-per-view. So we're two and a half hours into this thing now. And you know, no one is on their tuck They are up and they are cheering. Okay. They are pressing against the the guardrails. This is a crowd. You don't see this anymore.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Uh maybe it's because been they a, moved the railings back a little bit. But and uh,
0: I'll admit it's been a while since I've watched this. Uh it
1: has for me too. I've probably watched it at its 20 year anniversary. So five years yeah. ago it might have been the last time I watched it. But yeah, um, yeah, look at it. And honestly, it's pretty ballsy for Sean to go into the crowd like this, uh, in, in a hostile Canadian crowd. They might, they might bump into him without saying, excuse me, or sorry. I mean, these Canadians are fired <laughs> up. Canadians are just kicking his ass.
0: <laughs> Poor Kyoto. Chiod- Is that Kyoto? Is it? That's Kyoto. Out in the. Yeah. That's him.
1: Huh? he had more hair at this
0: point oh he's got a fine head fine head of hair oh
1: well the guy i'm looking at has got a bald spot who are you looking at okay now there's a third referee there are multiple referees here yeah and we're at the tail end of patterson dying his hair i can see there there's sarge friend of the show will's dad at ringside (laughs) oh there's a nice pop you see here's where Vince has brought himself down to ringside to be ready for the finish of the match. Pretty yeah. sneaky, sis. Well, Surrounded and it's, and by it's, his coach. Yeah, there, there's good. And it's um, kind of
0: cool how he, how he low key does that. Yeah. Because it, you, very you, you, subtle. Could, you could very much see that he would come out to the crowd right there because that crowd was getting rowdy. Right. And like, you know, if it's my company and that's my guy, I'm going to try to get him out of there and save him. Uh, right. No well, and also can't. bear
1: in mind, as far as the common fan knows, that isn't "quote unquote" smart. They haven't been talking smart. Look, uh, choking with an American flag, nonetheless. Hell yeah, that flag's been to the moon. <laughs> um, at any rate, as far as the common fan knows, Vince is an announcer. He is has no official backstage role in WWE now that because that has not been acknowledged yet really and that's kind of the birth of the Mr. McMahon carrier this is right here yes um and and the interview that that Vince would do later on subsequently to this becomes the greatest I would say in terms of non-full-time wrestler the greatest heel of all time
0: so the referee with the ball that's a pink
1: shirt oh
0: is that Corderas
1: Corderos, which one are you looking the, the at? The
0: one with the the one with the ball spot that you were looking at earlier. Oh, probably
1: so. I think I, think I saw Corderos earlier. I don't know who the blonde buzz cut kid is though. No, the know. blonde buzz
0: next to the blonde buzz cut is Kyoto.
1: No, not him. Yeah. It's, oh, kyota That's Kyoto right there. Was Brett's climbing back yeah. over the wall, and we see Tim White also back there. The guy climbing over the rail right now, the blonde buzz cut. Yeah, I, don't I don't know who that is.
0: I don't know. Crash Holly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Rest in peace. yeah how many five referees we have five referees here i mean they say there's a limited amount of knowledge of what's going on here but that's a lot of personnel
0: funny uh also funny note is that sean knows that brett's going to be super pissed at him after this and so he goes to gerald briscoe and says hey can you teach me a few moves just in case i thought, <laughs> I thought
1: gerald did that on his own or was sent by no ben. no, no. Sean,
0: sean, sean asked sean asked oh, wow and Jerry yeah, told, uh, hey him, we said, have about 20
1: know. minutes here before the uh match <laughs> gets going can you uh teach me to beat somebody who's been fighting and wrestling his entire life <laughs> yeah I don't, me, sorry. I don't I, i'm sorry i'm dropping f-bombs here i apologize <laughs> but but this is the attitude here i'm getting getting into it here this is exciting i, mean, we don't, I don't even have the sound on and this is just
0: i think visually it's be- i think it's better with the sound it's off com-
1: it's compelling well obviously everything's better with our commentary that goes without saying Uh, but i will say it everything's better with our commentary um but this is just so engrossing here i've seen this match a million times uh but yeah i wish something would grip me like this now maybe i'm just an old man yelling at clouds oh young tony tony khan in the in the sands there oh watch out weird al yeah, speaking of, have you got a chance to check out Weird on the Roku channel?
0: I have not. Is I'm, it, I'm going it, to. I've not
1: yet. Yeah, I've not had the opportunity yet. But that's that's definitely for this week.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll be getting on that this weekend at some point.
1: The incredibly true to life, no liberties uh, or embellishment whatsoever. uh Honest to God, true story of, of uh Weird Al
0: yeah who knew that he was uh, really bad on drugs and drank
1: and had a twenty year affair with with Madonna nobody knew that.
0: Apparently, apparently even weird Al didn't even know that
1: Well, subtlety is the thing you gotta you gotta play it cool man
0: well you know it's the, called
1: keeping a low profile
0: during the grunge era and the rap era you know it was the the music industry was prime for a guy with an accordion
1: oh absolutely that's really what uh, the world needed was another uh polka playing according to playing yankovic because there was Vic yankovic i believe in the day um who was a a polka player well everybody's just
0: getting in on the everybody's just getting in on this ass flipping
1: out (laughs) oh yeah hey listen take a note Bret hart is kicking ass and taking initials he ain't got time for names (laughs)
0: uh by the way neither man have been counted out yet uh
1: Well, no, because we're not going to let that happen here. Let them play, ref. Let them play. Let them play. As a mighty fine windbreaker, Pat Patterson has on.
0: Wait, has the bell rung
1: yet? I don't know, dude. The sound is off. Yeah. If the the bell hasn't rung yet, these referees have no business being out here because the match has not started. Oh, a Misfit shirt. Watch out, Misfit shirt guy.
0: Not the Misfits.
1: Wasn't it? You look a Misfit shirt.
0: No, I mean, it, it was Misfit, but don't. Okay, don't, yeah, don't,
1: don't, don't, miss don't miss the Misfits.
0: Don't diss the Misfits.
1: Right. It's miss TV around here. frankie yankovic i'm so sorry i, um, I think the bell has just not, yeah
0: the bell just rung
1: now the now the match beyond begins okay. that is an international object uh there i mean literally because it's a quebec flag um dude don't show sean opening his eye off to the side. come on yeah it just seemed like a ton of personnel around ringside just like people with cameras and just general hangers on around here
0: yeah you do that brawl to start off and that draws everybody else out so they can try to get them in the ring okay i respect that that's real real sneaky there vince
1: (laughs) man's playing 4d chess
0: And, and a whip uh, close and on. a ready for a kip. the whip
1: and the kip, and there's the kip. And hey, get that out of the ring, Earl. Come on, what are you doing? How many twenty-seven dollar beers have been thrown in this match so far?
0: Canadian or Canadian Franc- or real money?
1: Frank, Franks? Do they have Frank's In, Canada? What do they have? in Montreal specifically?
0: Oh, uh, I don't know.
1: In 1997, Just, they were, were they still on the mark?
0: But, <laughs> pretty sure they had Canadian dollars then. <clears throat>
1: okay, well, I don't know. It could have been lira. It's a 75,000 lira beer.
0: Uh, yeah, well, that's, that'd be like 10 cent.
1: I know. It was 10 cent beer night. You, have you been to Canada?
0: I don't know. but Their blood they, type is beer. They won't let me in. Well that, dude, that uh, even is a pity if for you because french it, fries
1: and gravy is pretty tight
0: dude if you try it like if you even have like a freaking super speeder fine in canada it is like pain in the ass trying to get in
1: well thankfully i'm a law-abiding citizen but also i have no interest in going above making. so yeah especially this time of year it's what probably negative 78 degrees in ottawa right now
0: I, I ottawa damn near killed her i, I don't know
1: well, I mean, at this point, I mean, I, I assume that Canada is generally just above the heat death of the universe in terms of, uh, temperature. Cause I've been to Wisconsin in, in December and by God, not, never again.
0: Don't go messing with that Canadian country boy there.
1: That's right. He'll get you. He's from the deep North. He's got the, uh, you know, the Canadian flag sticker on the, uh, got the... on the truck there. Maybe even the colonial sticker, but from the it... Dominion of Canada days.
0: Is that uh a Canadian Tuxedo?
1: Yep, right there. Oh yeah. It's got, oh. got a Spider-Man shirt. What shirt was that? Yeah, there's a guy in the background there definitely rocking the Canadian Tuxedo. <laughs> I mean the full on Canadian tuxedo, that has a denim shirt too. Okay, dude, you're in Canada. You have to spell Brett Hart right. It annoys the crap out of 2T, Brett. Yeah, so he's a Canadian here. You're supposed to know this.
0: Yeah. Like it. okay. If you're just gonna intentionally misspell something, you know, put a Z on boys, that's one thing.
1: Right, because you're from the street. Sure.
0: Yeah, the main street. Oh whoa, you got street. a
1: stab with the with the pipe. Oh my yeah. goodness, with the flagpole. I thought he was gonna come across long ways like you normally see in wrestling, but geez. You
0: know, I, w- I was going to say just the main streets of Montreal and laugh a little bit, but actually it's very, it's dangerous. pretty rough. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, very, pretty rough. Da- it's very dangerous. Stay away. Hey, the
1: French, the French is their, their war, their business is war and they do their business. There's another series of Canadian tuxedos here.
0: Uh, oh one. man. That
1: guy is straight off of a limb or, you know, what was that? Steal my sunshine. Was that Lynn? They were Canadian as well. Off an album cover there. Jeez. Pretty
0: sure I saw Aretha Franklin out there and.
1: I think I saw a Fox racing t-shirt. I mean, that's if that's not 1997, Ooh. I don't know who it is. Oh, come on, Sean. That was ugly. Bad. What was that? Sean going for the double sledge up top. Does that not. was barely a single axe handle. That was it not. Was a, and God bless him. Brett's like, I didn't sell that. Are you serious?
0: He lands a vicious pat on the back. Right. Or uh, very near the back, at least. And with we'll this north south choke right here,
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. very good position to talk to your opponent. By the way, you'll see you've, we've seen it a couple times already. Sean putting his head down, uh, to there he is right now. Another chat with Brett, real quick, go over to the next spot. Um, <clears throat> so if you look see? for these things, yeah, you can see they're they're talking here. Um, these, these little, I mean, th- to me. You got to tell me something three times before I even freaking hear you. So I've always been in awe of these wrestlers. They say it quick and they're out and they both know what they're supposed to be doing next.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know how they, especially the international, uh, when, when you're in Japan and I don't, mm. I don't, I don't know how that works.
1: It's a very specialized skill set. And look at this crowd, you yeah, know, crowd seated now, but, uh, but they've been wild this whole time. How do you even hear it?
0: Well, they had he had to put on that uh that Stu Hart dungeon move, that north south choke and just stretch it.
1: Mm-hmm. Stretch that neck out, chiropractic style.
0: Oh, uh, if you watch the uh the Tales from the Territories on For Calvary. I've not finished
1: Calgary. the Calvary one yet. I, I'm about halfway through
0: it. Did you see the part where Brett was saying he w- woke up uh one morning to a guy screaming in his house
1: yeah yeah that's
0: all that <laughs> Stu. uh apparently the guy for those of you that don't know the guy had broken into the heart mansion
1: mm-hmm. well no he's trying to steal the car
0: tried to yeah tried to steal the car out of the garage and Stu had caught him and put him on the kitchen table and just stretched him for three hours
1: and then called the cops and then called the cops <laughs> and then and then, gave, then the yeah, gave the guy a <laughs> yeah, yeah, job yeah <laughs> Oh Stu.
0: He's he's both the biggest asshole and the sweetest guy you've ever met in your life. Hey, I bet
1: that guy never forgot that lesson. I'll tell you <laughs> that right now. I
0: bet he showed up at the funeral.
1: <laughs> yeah, I must say he, he has dined out on that story a number of times. He has gone to Timmy Ho's yeah, Tim Horton's cup of coffee on that story a number of times.
0: Yeah, and they they also Ooh, had a... There
1: you go, man. Th- that's how you work a body part right there, fellas. Hey go. no, here we go. Figure four of the, the post. Here we go
0: brett's oh, out was, the leg here going for right. that pat going for that patented figure four on the post no doubt
1: that i that blew my mind hold the first time i ever saw it I, yeah. I thought it was the most amazing thing i've ever seen in my life sean helping him out there a little bit but, oh my god <laughs> if this keeps up much longer they're gonna turn this into a canadian heritage minute jesus look at that
0: I want to say it's Cesaro that was uh, using that move and actually called Brett and asked him for permission on it. It's a pretty classy move.
1: See, that's old school respect there. I like that. And the pain written all over Shawn Michaels' face here.
0: I don't think anybody sells better than Shawn.
1: Shawn Rick. Well, Ricky Morton. But also, Shawn Michaels can sell ice cubes to Inuit. I, I guess technically we're not supposed to say those anymore.
0: Why can't we say Eskimos?
1: I don't know. I think they're First Nations now or something. Right. I can't. I can't keep track of it. So it feels like it's a moving target.
0: And see, uh, all right, this is what working the body them,
1: part again. Look at this. This is just some scientific shit right here. I love it.
0: This is some nice storytelling right here.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Soften him up for that sharpshooter. For that
1: sharpshooter, absolutely.
0: I'd like to see somebody in a UFC fight try to put on a sharpshooter. I noticed that Joe Rogan had said in his show thank uh, think the last week, week before that the uh, figure four leg lock is not a very practical move in a real fight which he's right it, well no it's, of it's course not. it's
1: not it's very much not i mean here it is right here in a, in a fake fight and, and it's, it's, it does wonders but it does course, hurt it does actually hurt yeah. but you have to let somebody like, you can't put it on someone against their will is the problem yeah like they have to let you do it or be dead already well
0: there so somebody's put it on me and i didn't let them but it was when i was a kid so that oh well
1: okay well that's not abuse doesn't count
0: yeah thanks dad no mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> no problem son i'll be back after i get those cigarettes i promise
0: yeah well lest anyone think i'm being serious i'm joking i'm not uh, but
1: sean still has gum in his mouth yeah i've never understood it he did that kurt hennig did it a lot uh several guys would chew gum during that like how do you i bite my tongue chewing gum just like driving how do you bounce around the ring and not either you know choke on that damn thing or bite the crap out of your tongue
0: or yeah uh, it doesn't seem safe to me now both, I mean, both, both men down lawler
1: would do that too if i'm not mistaken
0: brett selling the leg himself even though yeah, he just, I mean, he just had the one reversal on the figure four right there so even just a little bit of the reversal right there he's gonna well the reversal is
1: supposed to be you know just the figure four times ten all in, in actual fact it doesn't actually change anything at all but in wrestling lore oh sidewalk rushing leg sweep, boom
0: and that's the five setup. moves of doom that's the setup Goes yep. for the pin nope
1: we're gonna get the elbow off the second rope at some point here we're going for it now not yet not not yet
0: no top rope forearm no no
1: No, there you go
0: there
1: you go apparently apparently
0: apparently that move has been legal forever
1: well we still need the uh, not the atomic drop what's the other the front facing version go with the backbreaker boom there it
0: is where's anvil when you need him
1: and now we're going to the rope now we go to the second rope for the uh elbow from the second And we going all the way oh high rent district watch out now see that's why it didn't work you got you got yeah. greedy brett the second rope that's <laughs> how it works shout out to hebner they're selling the hell out of that <laughs> well and <laughs> in a logical sort of you know placement and that that's what we talk about you know we, we've been asked during the podcast what, how do you tell a good match from a bad match a lot of it's little things like placement being in the right spot that seemed organic obviously it's planned from from the word go but it seems like it's natural here we go here we go you ready there you Who's go ready it's time for the, for the sharp second shooter.
0: worst sharpshooter of all time from sean he even screwed yeah, it up brett, it brett, brett has to help him brett put it on
1: fixing the yeah he, he's going to fix and reach back and try to move it and and already, calls there the it bell. is it's done we're done we're done here mass confusion <laughs> cats and dogs living together oh my goodness Hepner heading here. for the brett hills is right there what we don't hear um with the sound off is brett is uh sean excuse me Vince saying ring the damn bell uh, a la uh, Apollo Cruz's, uh Apollo, Apollo Creed's corner man. I'm sorry, That's, it was not the green polo with triple I tell you black, what. So I apologize. Back off.
0: You talk about hey, a sharpshooter. Talk about a sharpshooter. Brett is quite the sharpshooter with that loogie. That yeah, that was nice. In right in eye. the eye. Right in the eye. Hey, <laughs> I mean,
1: look at Sean. This is the best selling Sean has done this entire match, pretending like he doesn't know what's happening. And and Gerald, hold the belt up. You're supposed to be happy. Hold the belt up, if you want there you go. Karate fighters, go buy go buy them today from Milton Bradley. All right, so that's the end of that, and we're on the Survivor Series nineteen hundred ninety eight, which I believe that's The Rock uh, winning, or is that ninety nine? I'm I'm not really. I think right it's ninety eight. Right, with the tournament at the Survivor Series.
0: But yeah, that's the uh, the fame Montreal Screwjob
1: man Um, that was fun i I enjoyed that i
0: i I hate that they did not show brett destroying the ring after yeah
1: if you watch the wrestling with shadows uh documentary which i suggest you all do uh you see Brett basically tearing ringside apart as earl hebner gets the hell out of dodge and then he um um writes in the air with his fingers wcw towards the hard camera side now obviously The pay-per-view had gone off the air at this point but you can see it on the wrestling with shadows documentary um so what an amazing experience and and a trip that was again vince just making uncharacteristically bad decisions here if you know you can't afford the guy get the belt off of him now right now today put it on the undertaker put it on you know shamrock Put it on, I mean, I don't, I you know, it would not have been a good idea to go ahead and put it on Austin because that is where we're headed in wrestle at WrestleMania in March of '98. But so, I mean, WrestleMania was the right time for Austin to get the belt. So, I, I think Taker, Mankind, uh, you know, as I said, Shamrock, there are options here,
0: yeah. Um, I, I, um, yeah, I, 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 well, what happens after this match? Brett's tearing the ring up goes backstage Vince walks into his uh, locker room Vince uh, says basically take a free shot at me I did this and uh Brett takes him up on that and and uh literally uppercuts him and knocks him off his feet and to the floor knocks Vince out cold
1: that, according well to, that is that according to Brett
0: well this is according to Briscoe. And he also
1: sa- saved all the puppies and uh, stop pollution well, this and is actually all the, of the world
0: but, this is actually according to briscoe and patterson as well.
1: Um, well they've never told a story in their wrestling careers well i, I mean whatever I, and I believe brett decked him but i don't mean knocked him out and he probably if i had to guess just looking at dude it was when he goes it's always sunny in philadelphia here for just a second embody weight alone uh you know i'm saying brett probably knocked him back i'm gonna take issue again they knocked him completely off his feet maybe he did i, I, I don't did. i don't
0: take issue with that at all uh, he might not have knocked him out cold i know he hit the ground this yeah that had to have maybe happened.
1: i mean maybe but yeah you know, brett not known as a pugilist uh you know, in wrestling i mean you know i think brett could put a sandwich on vince's back and starve him to death but now,
0: to also thicken the plot here there are some people that think that this is a work
1: You know, I have dilly dallyed on that fence myself for a very, very long time. um, Because I, I, and the way I'll say it now is I see that argument. I see that perspective, that point of view, because look what happens. It could not have worked out better for Vince, for the WWF, right? You got Sean who put, you know, Stone Cold over like $1 million the next year in WrestleMania. You get, as we mentioned, Mr. McMahon, the greatest villain in wrestling in the last 30 years um comes out of this wcw does jack shit of nothing with brett other than end his career uh, at, at the feet of bill goldberg um you know which i'm not this is a goldberg bashing night but that's what happened um yeah it, it, so brett didn't hurt wwf when he left uh because wcw wasn't able to cap- capitalize on what they had uh, and you know this sent WF into the stratosphere. So there, this is uh, this, you know, the transition from My- Shawn Michaels to Stone Cold paved the way for the IPO, the you know WWE going public, WF going public, making Vince a billionaire. So this could not have worked out better for anyone on the WWF side. So I understand the thinking there, but that may have just been a happy accident
0: yeah i i think that a lot of people are saying that nowadays uh however if you look at the pay-per-view for what it was they didn't show him tearing it to pieces the him writing wcw in the air they went off the air right uh, so if i mean if it was a work and you know I, kevin nash is one of the biggest ones that says it's a work well, He's hall just, did
1: i know i know hall did i, I nash, nash said that too, he nash co- signed that? too.
0: yeah yeah. says oh well they focus in on brett you know right when he's saying wcw but they, that they, was hall's
1: argument too yeah
0: yeah not during uh not not during not while it was on so
1: what he forgets is yeah that that is footage from that WWE did shoot but it's footage from the wrestling with shadows documentary which yeah. uh, is following brett around at this time and actually um he is mic'd up for a lot of these pre-match meetings here so you hear some of the inner workings of this going on uh, on that documentary again we have not been given promotional consideration uh by the wrestling with shadows documentary however i do suggest uh that, that you check it out if you are interested in the um sort of behind the scenes machinations about this work the story behind the story if you will is definitely worth your time
0: absolutely so JD, I, this is our first wash along. I think it went pretty well. I enjoyed it. Yeah, as long as we uh, stick
1: to a single match with the best buildup and best subsequent history ever, I think we can pull this off.
0: Well, <laughs> there, there's a part of me that uh, maybe we should just uh, find a real stinker and do the same thing. But mm. uh, <laughs> well, we already
1: did the uh, Chamber of Horrors match yeah. and the Coal Miner's Glove. Um, how about the? Um, what was that the it was uh hogan and macho man versus the rest of the roster uh the Ooh. towering the inferno towering inferno match what did they call it the... I, I forget anyway basically it, yeah. was, it was hogan and macho versus like 27 people it was ridiculous yeah Ooh. right before the nwo gets started here because that's what that's what wcw was working with before scott hall showed up yeah it was uh, uh
0: the alliance to end hulk
1: in hulkamania yeah you had to actually i'm wearing a dungeon of doom t-shirt right now and as a matter of fact but uh yeah and yeah it, <laughs> oh uh, man the mega
0: powers versus the alliance to end hulkamania that was uncensored
1: 1996 right so yeah we're talking a month you know before what let's,
0: let's uh we didn't oh. really discuss this before but let's do that one hell yeah let's do that next
1: off the cuff let's do it we're doing it right now Not right right
0: now but next week next week we're going to be doing an uncensored 1996 cage match the mega powers versus the alliance to end hulkamania so with that being (laughs) said we're going to go for the cover the count and the victory on that that was so oh no the
1: referee screwed us on this one
0: (laughs) well we're going to ring the damn bell and uh jd you got anything else you want to add
1: uh well i would get, say go vote but too late for that by the time you hear this so we'll say this uh georgia number one in the college football playoff rankings and tennessee at number five so go dogs
0: acknowledge me acknowledge me and the, yeah but uh any that uh let's wrap this hey, one I, up I think that says it all exactly all right well let's uh let's get it on and let's get going and uh I will wish our listening audience adieu. Adieu.